Hello and welcome to Serrated Edge. Today my sister is going to be reading Fortunately the Milk. Hi! We're sorry that um we haven't made the podcast that we didn't make the podcast yesterday. Um we were camping, yeah. so Yeah. Yeah. We were camping and we didn't have the computer. And yeah. Yeah. Camping's fun. Okay. Yeah, camping is fun. Bye. Um Enjoy. The pirates hurled insults at me, and even the discharged pistols. But neither insult nor pistol shot found their targets, and I soon made it to the top of the rope ladder. I'd never been in the basket of a hot air balloon before. It was very peaceful up there. The person in the balloon basket asked, said, I hope you don't mind me helping, but it looked like you were having problems down there. I said, you're a stegosaurus. I'm an inventor, he said. I've invented all this. I have invented the thing we're traveling in which I call Professor Stig's floaty ball carrier. It's called a balloon, I think. Professor Stig's floaty ball person carrier. It's the original name, he said. And right now, we are 150 million years in the future. Actually, I said we are about 100 years in the past. Do you like hairy, wet, white crunchers? He asked. Coconuts, I guessed. I named them first, said Professor Stig. He picked up a coconut from the basket and ate it. So no, this is you and I, you or I might crunch toast. He showed me his time machine. He wasn't very proud of it. It, it was a large cardboard box with sev- several pebbles on it and stones stuck to the side. There was a large red button. I looked at the stones. Hang on, I said. Those are diamonds and sapphires and rubies. Actually, he said, I call them special shiny clear stones, special shiny blue stones, and um, special shiny red stones, I guess. Well. Indeed, he said. I called them. I called them that when I was inventing my little gun moves around the time machine, one hundred and fifty million years ago. Well, I told him it was very lucky for me that you turned up right now, and and uh, and right now, and I need to get home in order to make my children. To make my to make my children to make sure my children get milk from for their breakfast, I showed it to him. This is milk. Although I expect you to call it that one hundred and fifty million years ago. Expect that one hundred and fifty million years ago. You called it wet white. Drinky stuff. 
dinosaurs are reptiles first. So Professor said, we do not go in for milk. Do you go in for breakfast cereal? I asked. Of course, he said. Dinosaurs love breakfast cereals. Especially the kind of nuts. What do you have on your cereal? I asked. Orange juice, mostly. Or we just eat it dry. But I shall put this in my book. In the distant future, small mammals put milk on their breakfast cereal. I shall write a wonderful book when I return to the present. Actually, I said, I think this is definitely the past. It has pirates in it. It's the future, she said. All dinosaurs have gone off into the stars, leaving the world, the world to mammals. I wondered where you, I wondered where you all went. I said, the stars. He told me that's where we will have gone. So I said, I said, can you take me home? Well, he said, yes and no. What does that mean? Yes, I would love to take you home. Nothing would make me happier. No, I cannot take you home. In all honesty, I do not believe I. I do not believe I can take me home. My time is in in temple. I need a special shiny green stick. I have pressed that button many times, and nothing happens. Button? Don't you mean big red flat pressy thing? I added, I most certainly do not. It's a button. I named it after my ear button. Can I press it? If you wish, I press the button. The sun shot around in the sky, and the sky started to flicker. In 19 days, the woman began to walk and walk. And zoom around like an angry fly. I held it onto the lips as hard as I could. Fortunately, I was still keeping hold of the milk in my right hand. When we stopped, stopped, beginning being blown all across the sky. It was night, and according to Professor Stagg, we had only gone back about a thousand years. The moon was nearly full. I am even further from my children and our breakfast. I said, you have your milk. She said, where there is milk, there is hope. Ah, over there. It looks like the perfect landing platform for time traveling scientists and for the ball person carriers. We landed on the platform, got up, and got up. The platform stuck out of the jungle with flaming torches on each side. There were people standing on it and was there in black. On it with very black hair and sharp stone knives. This is a balloon landing. Is is this a balloon landing platform? I asked the people. It is not, said the fat man. This is our temple. We had a very bad hair. Hairbrush last. 
Converse last year, and we just had we just had a scarf, a scarf, to sacrifice to dance last year, and we had just asked you know, a sacrifice to make sure that this year's harvest harvest is better when you fold it down and and that thing was your monster thank you by the way for the little thing i was going to be it's like the sacrifice and the else turned out much obliged much obliged obliged so now we will sacrifice you and your monster. But my children are waiting for their breakfast. I said, look, I held up the meal. Why did they all just fall to their knees? Asked Professor Seth. Is this unusual normal behavior? I'm actually said hold up some and harvest here what white hunters to do. Coconuts. I told them they are called coconuts. Keep what going. is it that you are holding? The fat man asked. Milk, I said. Milk! They explained and they put the sweeter themselves on the ground. We have a prophecy to the fat man that when a spiny-backed monster descended from the spine on a mad floaty thing, floaty balls of the jarrier, said the little sister, yes, one from those. We were told that when it happened, if the man held up milk, then we were not to sacrifice it. That if we were, but... But we were meant to take them to the volcano and give them as a present the green jewel that is the eye of Splot. Splot? He's the god of the people with short funny names. It is remarkably specific short of the puppet. Prophecy. When did you receive it? Last Wednesday, said this in Bible. Then the price of then the priest of Slav was woken in the night by a voice whispering from the heavens. And when he went to look and see who it was, there was nobody there. Also, he was sitting on the top of the temple, and nobody he else could have been up there with him. So, so it must have either been his blood himself talking or one of his angelic messengers. Messengers. Okay. That's all for now. Uh, we hope you liked this episode. This episode was produced by Gavin Snyder.
It was narrated by Zoe Snyder, and the intro music was made by Grandpa Mark. He is our grandpa. Um, if you would like to support Series Edge, please subscribe wherever you listen. Make a poster, tell a friend, um, maybe send in an audio recording. Who knows? Thank you. Can I do my bonus episode now?